Welcome to Ethereal Underground. This is episode 22. I'm your host, TNT, and this should be another interesting podcast. There's so much going on, just looking at the news globally, there's endless material for podcasts. You can go in almost any direction. I tend to stick towards Oh, geopolitical, but global trends, and then I contrast it, as you figured out by now if you've listened to many of these episodes, the current world reality, I call it the, the world matrix, versus what I think is the natural reality or world matrix that we were designed or created for, and that is sanctioned or sponsored by higher forces. I use the scientific term counterspace, but the ancient texts talk about heaven. So in a religious context, scriptural or other sacred writings, heaven would be a place where it's non-humans, multidimensional, where God or source creator might exist, angels, other types of spirit creature entities. There's different uh, descriptions and ideas regarding that realm. But I think today's world, and if you're listening to Ethereal Underground podcast, you realize things are afoot and things are very odd and, and don't add up. They're not normal. So to me, even as a young child growing up, didn't seem logical that you live late 70s, late 80s, maybe, and then uh, grow old and eventually pass away. And you spent that time period working for a corporation, owning, accumulating some real estate assets, maybe a, a pension, retirement stocks and bonds, for example have a family, and then grandkids come along, and then that's it. And then everyone's told, well, you know, Harold, Harold was a good man, a good father, provider, stable figure in the community, and he's he's in heaven now with the Lord. That just didn't make sense for, for many reasons. And then I spent thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of hours reading the ancient texts and scriptures and cross-referencing and in a scholarly fashion. And it didn't make sense to me that if someone pursued what I call a life of plastic and leather, the physical features that are highly promoted by the system engineers, you know, marketed, that pursuing a life of plastic and leather and then kind of superficial, raising a family, holiday, vacations, collecting a paycheck and retiring, that that is something that a heavenly realm or a higher dimensional realm would be okay with. 
So I'm just saying from my perspective, which doesn't amount to anything, basically. I'm sure most of this, these podcasts are just viewed as entertainment, which is all right. I mean, it's free. No one pays to listen to these. But from my perspective, whatever it's worth, that something as advanced and powerful as a multidimensional realm, counter space or heaven, and the complexities of Earth, you just think think how complicated the Earth is with its various ecosystems and biodiversity, how it sustains an abundance of genetic life, that such an extensive project or massive architectural engineering creativity that there'd be more to life than just chasing plastic and leather. It doesn't make sense. What what does make sense to me, as I hinted earlier in this episode, is if mankind's being hijacked or co-opted, influenced, that maybe whoever they are that are hijacking humanity, they would push the plastic and leather. The very superficial surface layer existence and not want humans to advance spiritually in a conscious awareness beyond plastic and leather and forge a relationship or be in tuned with counter space. I mean, that's what I would do. If I were some high-ranking military alien or head of a galactic federation of some sort, galaxies and galaxies away, and I stumbled across planet Earth, and a young human species, I would definitely calculate a plan to influence that young, naive species, sell them a bill of goods, a physical realm, and get them sidetracked from developing spiritual senses. Thwart them from developing a reality, an awareness, that existed beyond their planet, maybe even beyond their dimension that they exist in. And I think that's what's happening. We've been marketed to, even inside the womb, but especially since birth, we've been marketed to. We, we have a world, seven plus billion people, I don't even know if that's accurate, but we'll just go with it. Seven plus billion people on the planet And you really have a planet where the majority of humans have not developed spiritually. They've got the physical down pat, but but not the spiritual. So I think the the way humans design, 50% would be the spiritual experience, the other 50% physical. But to not develop both, then are you really human? I don't know, if you if you have an automobile and half of it's completed, so maybe there's only two doors on the driver driver's side passenger, but there's no doors on the right side of the vehicle, or it has two wheels and tires, but not all four, or it doesn't have a roof or any front and rear glass, or it has half the engine, or it has an engine with no transmission. I mean, you don't have a complete car. You've got... of the vehicle, but it's not 100% sound. So the human experience is physical and spiritual. I think the spiritual is not developed 
at all by the majority of mankind. You can tell by the, just their actions and behaviors. It's manifest daily looking at the population. Well, the matrix, what I consider the false uh, fake matrix, is I think mathematically it's not sustainable because a lot of it's based on falsehoods, misdirection, and lies. So a lie is not sustainable. If you have math and you have mathematical procedures, but it's not accurate or sound, if there's a flaw, then it'll show up eventually as you work in an equation. The flaw will be manifest. So lie or deception is not based on truth. Truth is the only thing that is mathematically, fundamentally sound. If it's not based on truth, eventually then the flaws or errors become manifest. Well, what do we have now? The, the bizarreness the last two and a half years, this orchestrated global push. And uh, you do your research scientists. And some of my work is, I'd say maybe 75% of it minimum is based on infections and bacteria and viruses, mold and mildew. So I do have some expertise in this field and inventions of mine, patents, to where I have some authority that I should be considered as opposed to just Joe Sixpack running a podcast out of his basement. But anyway, the last two and a half coming up on three-year global push had great consequences that are starting to unfold and will be with us for quite some time. And the what the pharmaceutical companies had pushed out in a hurry, new technologies that are experimental, very much experimental, and the consequences of participating in experimental pharmaceutical inventions. I think there'll be a high price that will be paid by human society. We'll see exactly what that is. And then we'll see maneuvers of probably cover-up and legal deniability. We're also seeing the uh, financial system strained in all aspects. In private conversations on Discord or other platforms where they're smaller, 40 or less people, we have really good in-depth conversations that are like the, the show on Rogue News Outer Limits that I have on Monday, Monday mornings. But the pressures of the financial system, it's to me a miracle that it's lasted this long. How it's lasted this long is beyond me. So I hate to give the system engineers credit, and I'm being polite by calling them system engineers. I, you've got terms, I'm sure, that you use. But it's really impressive that it's lasted this long, in all honesty. But there, there's weirdness going on. The Catholic Church, Francis, I believe, mentioned that he wants all the funds and assets 
overseas to be brought back to the Vatican Bank in Italy end of this month. I don't think that's ever happened before. You can correct me if that's the case. But that's interesting. What, what do they know as far as the global financial situation that they feel the urgency to get all their global assets back into the homeland? The Vatican Bank in Italy end of this month. That's not, <laughs> that's what, three weeks or so? Not much time. And you know they have more than $2,000, right, in assets worldwide. And then uh, Germany, let's see, Germany, October 1st, they're going to have their military patrolling alongside the German police. What's that all about? There was a German parliament member. This, this could be a uh, trap social media trap, I'm not sure, but there is indication that a governing official in Germany had mentioned that around September 24th, the end of this month, something major might happen of significance, enough significance that he said you, you would know exactly where you were when you heard it, remember that day the rest of your life. I, I kind of equate that to the New York Pentagon event in September or Space Shuttle Challenger. I think when it had, as we're told, the storyline had its explosion. And I think they traced it down to some failed O-rings, whatever the case might be. But on major events like that, they kind of do stick into your memory because I remember where I was when the Challenger had his explosion. I remember where I was in September with that event in New York and the Pentagon. So he was seemed to indicate something big of that nature would, would be happening. I don't know. We'll wait and see. But when Germany's going to have soldiers patrolling October 1st and the Pope wanting the money back, the end of this everything seems to hit like the end of the month, 1st of October. So what's going on? Then in the United States, we have uh, what they call midterm elections. I, I don't get into political dis discussions. And uh, they call them elections. But whatever it's called, when you go in there, and you pull a lever or a touchpad. And th theoretically, you're supposed to be participating in a democratic republic. But whether that's accurate or not, votes are counted. If People even properly registered or voting. That, that's, that's another thing, right? Well, do you think there's honest, audible elections that take place? You think things will go smooth mid midterm elections? Is there any indication that there's hanky-panky that's been going on for maybe decades? So if, if bizarre things are happening in October, that would also parlay into November. In the United States. So a, a lot's happening. We have this. Broken supply chain, which was deliberately sabotaged. The wackiness of the weather. There's two explanations. I talk in detail about that. There's phenomenons in the solar system that's affecting the Earth, but then there's also technology, weather manipulation technologies that have been well established in the 70s. There's been treaties, for the, but they're able to manipulate weather. Then we have freshwater availability a huge concern, major water reservoirs 
that are depleted and will not, I repeat, will not be filled back up again. So if you're one of those areas where there's 30, 40 million people, your entire life will be turned upside down when there's no water. So what do you do if you have an $800,000 house and there's no water? What do you do if where you work? The whole township, the city doesn't have any water. Well, guess what? You're not living there and you're not working there. So what happens to the economy? What happens to 40 plus million people that are displaced because water is no longer available? You have to have a minimum amount of water just for sanitary to keep disease and infection down, be able to flush the toilets and process sewage, waste, let alone showers, irrigation for crops, water to drink, to hydrate. It's When it's gone, you're going to have millions and millions and millions and millions of people displaced. Where are they going to go? With what money? Say they had an $800,000 house would be worth, what, $100? And there's no water? And they're without a job? Because why are they living in Phoenix? Well, because their work was in Phoenix. Well, if there's no water, was everyone in Phoenix? Where are they going to live? What are they going to do? Well, this is real. As an environmental scientist, it's long time coming. The evidence has been there. It's been slow, but it's been documented of the water decreasing. And then in, in the Midwest, the aquifers that have been tapped into for the last 90 plus years are going dry. And that's fed a large portion of the Northern Hemisphere for 90 plus years. And these aquifers take over a thousand years to charge, meaning to fill, and they're not being charged. So something took a thousand plus years to fill, got drained in 90 plus years. So do the math. So critical times are here. It's going to be very difficult to have clarity. One thing that's for sure is people's mental stability will be less intact. So people will start, if they're not already, acting and going crazy. So it'll be difficult to function in society when people have lost it. So this is a time when those that have developed spiritually or really do much better and, and stand a better chance for what's coming where you have the unseen spiritual connection and corridor that will help keep your sanity and help you with clarity through your thinking processes. But I think that's a small percentage of any given population. Now to sum this up, what helps in these uh, time periods is what I've worked on as a scientist on uh, air and surface sanitization, which is going to be extremely important from this point forward. Air, contaminated air and surfaces with potential of diseases or infectious components where my technology is very effective and neutralizing them in one hundredth of a second. And then water. I've mentioned many times about the importance of structured, energized water, the physics behind it. You know what's interesting? There's only been a handful of people that have responded and actually wanted access to that water. 
I'm amazed when I've given a lot of strong hints. I haven't come out. There's reasons. Just just think about as far as legalese and structure of certain entities where you have to be very careful. You can't make any claims that can't be substantiated or to make such claims, you have to go through certain agencies to get their approval. It takes millions of dollars, many years, or you have to be connected to get such ability to make claims. So you have to be very careful. And there's a tap dance to make sure you do not say step out of bounds. So with all the hints and the eluding of how the water works and what it does, hardly anyone has picked up on that or saw the need to have access to such water. Now I emphasize, for example, the water as it's designed for plants and what it does to plants and the health health of plants, the productivity of your gardens or greenhouses. And we're at a point now where being self-sufficient, having your own garden is absolutely going to be a necessity, not a luxury or not an option. It's going to be a necessity. Well, this would certainly help, wouldn't it? And then if you have that energized structured water and the plants are a product of that, what do you think happens when you consume those fruits and vegetables? Think about the process. Do fruits and vegetables have water content? Of course they do. Well, the website, one of the distributors that's been set up for quite a while that has both those technologies is mdairenviropure.com. So it's like MD, like medical doctor, mdairenviropure.com. So check out their website. They're headquartered in out west, Arizona, but uh, you can see on the website the quality of the products and the availability there. I think there's also a way for email correspondence asking uh, questions if you have any that you need clarification or more detail. They're also good about responding. So check that out. Uh, they're kind of a quasi-sponsor of the show. But I am a little biased because it is my technology, and they've set up a real nice website because they believe in the products and they wanted you to have access to it. So I guess it's up to me to try to motivate you to experience the technologies, and they have the website set up to do that. MDAir and ViralPure.com. Check them out. Well, I'll end that episode. It's going to be... a a while, probably two weeks before I do episode 23. So in the meantime, hang in there. Who knows what could happen next two weeks before episode 23. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Things change so fast. Who Maybe episode 23, I'll be discussing um, some major event that took place. But how do I always end these? I always encourage everyone to... Resist. Get out of the plastic and leather world. Try to get out of the, the matrix. In my case, I've worked very hard to get out of debt. I really simplified my life. Got rid of a lot of possessions. Really narrowed down what are needs versus wants. And then 
I got out of a large portion of the rat race. So I try to spend a little bit every day or at least minimum two to three days a week where I'm connected to nature, working in the garden, working outside, kayaking, canoeing, fishing, camping, disc golf, whatever it might be. That's absolutely critical to be in touch with nature. If you're in touch with nature, then you're in touch with the divine, what we're originally designed for. You know, the human body, we're not designed for stresses, to be behind a computer all day, rush hour traffic, fluorescent LED lights, bills, bills, bills. We're not designed for that. That That's crushing and disabling. So anytime you can try to limit this world matrix having its attachments to you, the much better off you're always are going to be. So maybe I'm already preaching to the choir. You, you understand that and you're working towards that. I am. I really started in summer of 2007. I really accelerated to get to where I am today in, in high gear because I knew critical times would be here. But it's never too late to start. You can start absolutely start today or yesterday. But do something. Just don't sit there like the old analogy of a frog as water is slowly being brought to a boil. Get out of the pot. Don't get boiled alive. Take care.